0: What's up college baseball fans welcome to another episode of the 11.7 podcast here we're here to recap all of week four's action a little bit of drama involved with some teams especially in the ACC and uh, down in southern miss we had a lot of drama going on we're definitely gonna talk about that and break it down Uh, we're also gonna talk about how Texas might be back they just swept South Carolina at home that's a good look for the Longhorns there and uh, we have plenty of other stuff to talk about but uh, you guys stay with us we're also going to be releasing our top 25 our mid-major top 25 and our new ranking the bottom 10 teams in the country so you guys stay with us it's gonna be a great show here we go Dimitri a lot of stuff happened today and a lot of stuff happened this weekend in college baseball and I want to know I'm gonna let you decide where do you want to start what topic do you want to start do you want to start with the drama that happened in Hattiesburg between Louisiana Lafayette and Southern Miss do you want to talk about the drama going on in the ACC do you want to talk about how Texas swept South Carolina or just ben, pick poison. Ben,
1: ben we're gonna talk about it all so we can just I mean I don't care I say you know what screw it I say we talk about Southern Myths because that shit was lit. That, that shit was incredible. amazing. Dude, I've never seen a better performance of revenge and humbling another team. Southern Myth. for those of you that don't know, Southern Myth just went on a rampage in the second inning on Friday night. They hit a grand slam, went back-to-back with another solo home run. So Louisiana pitcher, I mean, dude, Unless he comes to me and swears that it was unintentional, it was the most obvious intentional, just throw it at him. I'm pissed. I hate you guys. I'm sick of giving up home runs. He threw it right at Louisiana. Hit right in the helmet. Hit him right in the freaking helmet. helmet.
0: Southern Miss's helmet. You said Louisiana, but I know what you meant. Southern Miss.
1: They hit Louisiana. No, it didn't. Southern Miss played
0: Louisiana. No, but Louisiana threw the ball. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Louisiana threw the ball at Southern Myth. What you do you i say saying
0: Louisiana. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Dude. Oh, no, no. Southern Myth. Yeah. Southern Myth hit the home run. That's what I said. And then Louisiana threw it at Southern Myth, hit the dude I square in the dome. Like right off the top of the home run. Well,
0: and then Southern Myth, but Southern Myths' guy was trying to drag bunt up ten to one <laughs> okay. or nine to one. But he didn't. He
1: threw it at him before. I mean, unless he did it as he saw him trying to bunt. But anyway, that's besides the point. Next guy comes up, and before before that, the guy on deck. The, the guy on deck ran out to the third base line and started screaming a bunch of shit at him, like like telling him like "fuck you," like this is not a cool like what the fuck you think you're doing, you know all that stuff. And then he comes up to the plate, and, dude, he hits the ball so far and starts walking, not just walking, slowly walking with his bat just pointed in the air. Ball goes out. He just flings his bat backward, almost hits the guy running from third to home, just flings the bat. I mean, think about this. The guy was on first base. He almost got hit with the bat on his way home. That's how long the guy took. The guy got from first to all the, halfway home before the guy ever got rid of his bat. That's how long it took. So think in those terms. The guy was able to run from first all the way to almost home. Got, almost got hit by the bat. The guy just flung it, dude. And then he shoulder bounced his way around the bases. If For those of you don't know what that means, he literally just bounced his shoulders Think of walking and bouncing your shoulders at the same time. It's like a halfway between a walk and a jog.
0: It's like the courtesy jog you give like running on and off the field between innings or like during conditioning or, and or
1: when you want to look like you're running but you, you don't want to run.
0: <laughs> just just go to your nearest planet fitness and watch the old guys run on the treadmill. That's what we're talking about. He
1: Shoulder balance all the way through. Get in your home plate and scream something at the pitcher, and then they just and then they just Hits home plate, goes around, d- jumps up and do their like elbow tap or whatever. And then they beat them one nothing Saturday. And then they boat re- um, then they hit a walk off Grand Slam today. Yeah. yeah. Walk off Grand to Slam sweep Louisiana. I mean, talk about getting bullied. Talk about getting run out of town. Say, don't ever come back here. This you ain't allowed to be here.
0: Yeah. It was pretty sweet to watch. It, it was, it was really cool because, both of those programs are amazing mid-major programs. Like they've both hosted regionals in the last three or four years ish, uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. But both like very good baseball schools, and you know there was a lot of hostility between the two schools. You could see some chippiness back and forth before the home runs, and then once the once DJ Lynch hit that that homer, I mean it was it was definitely getting way chippier like i thought there was going to be a brawl a brawl at some point
1: okay. i'm surprised there wasn't but you know what the thing is after hitting a guy in the head you don't have much standing room to do anything so like they knew that their pitcher fucked up by throwing it at the guy in the head because that's a no-go you throw him in the ribs throw and hit him in the hip anywhere but the head when you want revenge when you want when you're pissed you just don't go after the head that's like an unwritten rule in baseball so I'm surprised Southern Miss didn't brawl, but Louisiana had no standing after that. They lost all leverage. So yeah. when the guy pimped in and took his sweet-ass time, they had to sit there and watch because they already they already had their chance, and they fucked it up. He had to watch him.
0: And then they come in Sunday with a lead in the ninth inning and give up a walk-off Grand Slam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk about a tough weekend. We love
1: Diggs, and I think he's going to be on the show this week, so maybe we'll get his viewpoint on how as a coach you know like what the hell do you do what do you say to your team just like does he say some picture like hey boy don't ever do that again or like what does he do well coach was
0: fired up at that home run he's sprinting on the field and like yeah but i think i don't think he sprinted i think he walked out there
1: i'm sure he was pissed but he was trying to bottle it up because he knew he didn't have much room
0: to say too much right
1: because they were doing a pitching change
0: yeah, well, they needed to because he gave up ten earned runs in two innings, so that wasn't good. Um, but anyways, let's move on from that topic. We have uh, one of the bigger topics out there is you know Texas coming out of nowhere and sweeping South Carolina, who a lot of you know us and a lot of other media outlets had ranked in the top five.
1: Dude, South Carolina was not who we thought they were. Well, I, think we over, I think we over I think we overranked them.
0: But Texas, I mean, they've had great pitching all year. They just couldn't hit, and they finally got some clutch hits this week. And, you know, playing at home, I'm sure, helped. They're comfortable playing at that ballpark. And South Carolina kind of, you know, walked into Texas's place, you know, the place they've had a lot of success over the last 25 years. And some of the deep fly balls that were going out of the ballpark in South Carolina stayed in against Texas. You just have to play different when you play at Texas. It's a graveyard out there. It, I mean. It is a graveyard. It's so hard to hit the ball over the fence there.
1: Dude, Friday night. I mean, okay. First of all, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to watch the game. I paid sixty five damn dollars for Hulu Live TV after my free trial ended, so I'm pissed about that right now. But I got a free trial, and Longhorn Network wasn't even freaking provided. And I'm like, holy shit! How many freaking subscriptions do I need just to watch some game?
0: Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. There should be like a one stop shop to just watch college baseball just yeah. everywhere.
1: So, I couldn't watch it. So, based on the videos I saw on the Twitter or whatever, just trying to keep getting an understanding of what's going on, that time add-in versus far matchup was as advertised on Friday night.
0: Yeah, like I said, I, I, if I had to put an over-under and run scored, I think I said four and a half, and it was one of those like, Hey, I should probably take the under, but I'm going to take the over. And I think it ended up at three to one, right? Three to one game on yeah.
1: Friday? I mean, but they, but they scored late. Then yeah, Saturday all- – Saturday, with pretty was really close, and then today Texas kind of got 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 to them.
0: Right. Well, Texas, we knew going into the season they were going to be good, and then they come out the first weekend and get swept at the Arlington Showdown series, the, that tournament State Farm Showdown, and we were like, uh oh, that's not good. But they're, they've they've looked alive. Them and Texas Tech both. Texas Tech started the season 0 and three. And now they've won 13 straight. Yeah, see, and,
1: and, you know, people are going to bitch at us and people are going to, you know, voice their opinion, which are all welcome about, you know, Texas, you know, just getting back in the top 25 and if they're going to be ranked behind South Carolina. Here's the deal. I hate when a team beats another team and they're still behind them in the ranking. But Texas, again, the quality competition, they didn't win any game. And then they played, I mean, since opening weekend, their best team they played was Houston. And Houston was battling with them. I mean, yeah. Every game was close. And they lost one. So, South Carolina, okay, they're not who we thought they were. They're, they're, they're not as good as we thought they were. But they were 10-0 and 0 and they were rolling. So, okay, I think. Sue us.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> sue, us. sue us. We had them ranked top five. Whatever.
1: Yeah, like like we I mean, what do you what do you want us to do drop them to 16 spots after one weekend like that's just unfair and that's just not rational
0: so I think it's safe to say that like if Texas b- comes back this weekend and takes care of business and sweeps whoever they're playing I haven't even looked yet but they'll probably be a top 10 team probably like if Texas can prove to us again that they can do it again fair enough we'll be wrong but we're gonna get I know we're uh-huh. we we're I mean, gonna get a lot of people mad at us about this top 25. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, like I, I already hinted at it, and they probably already get what where I was going with it. But I, ca- I just can't, I just can't drop te- South Carolina 16 spots and put Texas at 18 or 19. But if Texas shows up this weekend and follows up their big weekend, because here's here's what we're seeing: teams have a big weekend and then they disappear.
0: UCF beat. Um, I mean, it's happened. Three. Every team's done it this year.
1: And it's pissing me off because I say something, I see something I like, and then they they um, they make it true. Like they they show us what they actually have, what we thought, and then you're like, holy shit, this is not the same team. This like what what are we what, what are we doing here? So we'll see what Texas does if they follow it up with two good weekends. Then they're going to move up fast because they already have the resume under their belt but they've got to finish the deal because you cannot show up one weekend and then disappear for three it doesn't work that way
0: exactly well dude you know what else is weird i just looked this up so texas a m is another team that was like on the border of getting in the top 25 or not they started out the year losing two out of three to xavier and then they lost ablin christian midweek so they they started the season one and three they're now 14 and four and over their last 10 games these are some of their scores 21 to 4, 10 to 1, 22 to 2, 7 nothing, 7 1, 5 nothing, 4 1, 6 4 4 4 nothing. I mean, dude, Texas A&M is rolling now. A team that we thought in the first week in the se- season, just like Texas, just like Texas Tech, we were like, "Oh man, they are not the team we thought they were." And we look at them now and you're like, "Okay, they're 14 and 4, probably should be ranked, but let's see maybe, if they can do it against a maybe. quality
1: appo- opponent." Exactly. So so that's why like, our, our top 25 is going to change so much in the next three weeks with SEC play starting and all that stuff, because yeah. the majority of the top 10 is SEC and guys are going to fall, are going to thrive. And then, you know, Alabama, see, same thing with Alabama. We are in our top 25 last week. They just, did, they, they had two one run game and they lost against us and they got no hit through eight inning. And then, you know, they hit a walk-off Grand Slam to be South Alabama with a five-run nine. And so it's like they didn't look very good. Like South Alabama did not play above their competition. Yeah, they didn't Still look getting, like
0: the top 25 team, even exactly though the yes. record probably says they should be. They just exactly. didn't look like it. But in
1: going back to Texas A&M, their pitching staff, their weekend rotation is, un- is unbelievable. It is literally unbelievable, Ben. Bryce Miller is not even um, – is not even their number one starter right now. Talent-wise, he probably is, but I mean, Sayan, Sayan, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He, dude. Let me let me let me just tell you what their pitching staff stats are. Dustin Sayan, one seventy-one ERA, twenty-six in the third inning, six walks, thirty-six strikeout. Jonathan Childress, who threw on Saturday. Um, yeah, I think he threw Saturday. He went. 111. He had a 111 ERA, 24 inning, eight walk, 36 strikeout. Bryce Miller has a 275 ERA in 20 innings, nine walks, 30 K. So their three dudes are striking out at least one and a half batters in inning. and they're shoving. It was as long as their bats woke up.
0: But again, like the thing with Texas A&M is besides the the game against Baylor, Oklahoma, and Auburn in that Round Rock Classic. They've been playing just garbage teams.
1: Garbage. Garbage. So that's why people are going to say, what did Texas A&M have to do to get in the top 25? Well, to be honest
0: with you. I'll tell you, they, just, they have to win two out of three against Florida. This weekend. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Play, be somebody worth your our attention.
0: Yeah. But anyways, I don't want to spend all this time talking about Texas A&M. We'll talk about them more on Friday's show but um, dude, one of my favorite series to watch this weekend, and I'm sure it was a lot of people's, was Louisiana Tech versus Arkansas. Oh yeah, because a lot of great things happened. It was Friday night was such a back and forth night. There was a ton of people there because it was hosted in Ruston, Louisiana, and that was probably the biggest event they've seen in the last twenty years in Ruston, Louisiana.
1: Did you see the crowd? It was packed, packed, dude. Right field was lined with people. Left center, I believe, with a apartment complex.
0: Just filled, yeah. The 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 Jalen Battle apartment complex. No, I, that's
1: the that's the far left one. Left center had like balcony.
0: Can we talk about for a second Jalen Battle's home run though, that hit the apartment complex? I think I
1: think if, I think some freshman got a, a nice baseball and a broken window.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, dude, that ball went 490 feet easily. I wish there was TrackMan at that stadium because it would have went 490 feet. I hit Dude. the apartment complex 150 feet behind he the stadium. He beat the
1: shit out of it. He got every bit of it. And it was such a it was such a Arkansas so good feel. Because like those great teams, they have a lineup full of guys that can change the game in any moment. And at that moment it was Jalen Battles. It was just like damn, Texas is so good. They have them on the ropes. Louisiana Tech has the hogs on the ropes. In archaeology, said no no nope, not today
0: yeah dude such a back and forth game on friday night such a it was like one team would take a three-run lead and then the other ones would score four and the other team would take a one-run lead and they would score two like it was back and forth extra innings loved every bit of it and i think we both said on friday's episode that louisiana tech was actually going to win a game this series and they did they won today and won on sunday um, uh uh-uh. i said they were gonna guess what Oh, did you? Oh, well, I know. I said that. Louisiana said, Tech. You
1: said, you said, they were going to win one. I'll be on it. Yeah.
0: Hey, they they almost won two now. Hey, the Bull, hey, Louisiana Tech's weekend. got a got like a lot of good things going for that program. How about a new stadium?
1: How about, how about Jared 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 Wharf? I think that's how you say his name. Warf. Yeah, Jared Worf. Fiji Shutty today. I mean, yeah, against the number let, one team in the, the nation. Let balls hang. Let them hang. He might today.
0: be the pitcher of the week. At Mid-mayor, least in their conference. Well, I'm just saying for us, mid major player goes in or. Pitches against a number a one team in the nation. Yeah, and I
1: think I, he gets my pitcher of the week. I don't even want to look at his stats. I don't, no, I don't care.
0: Complete game shutout against the number one team in the nation. That's pitcher of the week for me. An undefeated
1: but. number one team in the nation.
0: Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to talk about. Oh, about. about how, no, I think another theory that's very similar Texas, Pitt.
1: San Antonio.
0: Oh, okay. We'll go there. Okay. UTSA and LSU. Another like mid major program playing uh, against an SEC team. And the SEC team was LSU this time, and they ended up sweeping, but they were actually losing. They were losing in the eighth and ninth inning in all three games, and they had to walk them off twice Saturday and Sunday. I mean, And, and they were both just like collapses by UTSA. Like they had all the momentum in the game and everything. And then the boys from LSU just every once it hit the ninth, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh inning something like they started using besr bats like the ball just went an extra 30 feet hey, off of their bats
1: the assistant coach from texas san antonio dm dm'da yeah was it, just that's like, dude, my buddy
0: that's my buddy jordan Lux. yeah me yeah. and him played baseball together since we were like eight years old
1: so he probably thought it was you talking and not me probably i mean but anyway i didn't know who it was but i was just and he was just like dude we we were so close we were so close. so close We'd, to sweeping. They almost it, swept LSU. And he was just like, "We need a guy. We need somebody to say not today. Somebody to sh- slam the door shut
0: in the game." And that's all it took. I mean, that's then, all they needed. If they had one dude out of the bullpen that went in there and and shut the door, they would have. They would have walked out of there sweeping LSU.
1: Or okay, let's just say take two. Let's just say two. That's a theory, dumb. Yeah. I mean LSU. I mean Ben LSU. Literally, literally,
0: they lost two out of three Friday, last week. Okay, Friday they lost night. Lost two out of three last week to Oral Roberts, and then they should have got swept this week I against mean, UTSA. Maybe
1: LSU, I mean, I don't think LSU is very good. I mean, well, they we have them in They the lost the Air Force. They, you know, they they scraped by Youngstown State, got their acid beat by Oral Roberts. But anyways, what I was going to say was, it was one nothing in the eighth. Arlington tied up one one. LSU scored three in the bottom of the two in the bottom of the eighth. They won three to one Friday night. Saturday. This game was insane. LSU was up four nothing almost the whole game. Top of the eighth, Arlington scored three. Top no, of the whoa, 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 Not Arlington. I mean, San Antonio. There you go. San Antonio scored three in the eighth, one in the ninth. Tied it up four, four in the ninth. Okay, they go to extra. San Antonio scored three in the tenth. LSU comes back, scores three in the bottom of the ten, scoreless eleven. The top of the twelve, San Antonio scores two. Arlington, I mean LSU scores two more with home run. So now it's tied up again at nine. They go to the thirteen, shut down our. Uh, oh my God, dude! Holy sh- San Antonio, Say Arlington.
0: One more time, we're stopping the show. <laughs> bottom of the thirteenth,
1: walk off home run. LSU won. Then today, you're like, okay, maybe, you know, Sunday, San Antonio. I almost did it again. San Antonio, you know, they probably would have been, like, so heartbroken. They just they're, – they're, they're tired. Their emotion – they put so much emotion to the first two. They don't show up, right? It happened. LSU scores two in the first. So, you're like, yeah, you're down bad now. Right. Like you're like, you're like, you're like screw this, dude. Let's get on the bus and get out of here. They tie it up. LSU scores five, and then two more. San Antonio scores two in the seven, five in the nine to tie it up. And you're like, holy shit, this, what, what kind of series? This is incredible. Here we go. Ten runs they scored in the top of the ten. LSU answered back with two home runs, scored three, tie it up again. They go to the 11. LSU walked it off with a ball a ball in the gap. They sweep them. And you're just sitting there like,
0: I feel like, so somebody just get somebody out. <laughs> like, right? Like, just right. get them out, dude. And that kills me because, like, uh, I actually like watching UTSA play baseball. They're a good team. They're always uh, very, like, very competitive. They can beat anybody on a good night. They've never had those teams that break out like Dallas Baptist or, uh, team. you know what I mean? Like, they've never made it very far in a regional. In fact, I don't even know when the last time they made a regional, but they're always just good enough. Like, they hang with anybody. And I thought that they were going to go in and and at least take one out of three against LSU. And all three games, they just couldn't get those – they couldn't get the last, gotta guy, the out. You, get the last team, guy out. Yeah, got to shut the door. They couldn't get the last guy out. Yeah, you got to shut the door.
1: last guy out. I mean, like, my God, somebody shut the door. But I told your friend, your coach, I said, this is probably going to be a really good learning curve experience or a motivation, whatever you want to call it. Somebody on that team is going to step up. And San Antonio is going to – they tasted it.
0: Yeah, they show that they belong. Like, they know that they belong now. But they tasted, like, their hard work paying off,
1: but it yeah. didn't. So, it makes you even more hungry to get in the weight room, to get on the field, to go take extra swing, because you were that close to tasting a reward, and you just didn't get it. And it makes it, you work that much harder. And I guarantee you, somebody on that pitching staff is going to say, give me the, the rock. Give me the damn ball. I want it.
0: I agree, dude. I agree 100%, but... Um, another one of the series that I want to talk about. Did you watch Friday night when Pitt played Georgia Tech? Uh,
1: I saw bits and pieces. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Georgia Tech's winning eight to four going into the top of the ninth. Uh huh. I heard. Yep. Pitt comes back and scores seven in the top of the ninth off Georgia Tech's like all American closer. And dude, it he was th- just. He throws like 94 95. He throws yeah, hard. From the left side, too. And dude, I was watching some of those Pitt hitters and I'm like, ron washington jr like ron washington's sons on that team and you got david yanni who's like my, probably my favorite player in college baseball he's like a six foot 225 pound shortstop so he, i mean he just looks looks like a wrestler almost he's just like built differently and he, he, hits from he the looks left
1: like side. a he looks like a, a dh or a corner outfielder at yeah, third base but he's maybe a catcher
0: but he, yeah he looks like a catcher but he's playing shortstop and he swings from the left side and he hits the absolute piss out of the ball every time he gets connected with it so dude i was watching that pit game and i'm like you can kind of feel the momentum in the ninth from georgia tech like no doubt winning to oh my god they're gonna blow this oh my god they're gonna blow this and dude once the wheels started falling off it was just waterfalls of runs just it was like every man in the order was just touching home plate and circling back around
1: it's like that uh it's like that gif or that meme where the guy throws it and everybody's just hitting
0: yeah, everybody's just running dude and i was just laughing so hard because i was like of course georgia tech's gonna do this to us like we we, we hype them up and they just let us down and then we talk crap about georgia tech and then they're gonna get good all of a sudden like they're the biggest roller coaster in the acc dude and- and so then we go into today. I didn't watch any of the game yesterday. I think Georgia Tech won by two. They won 5-3 yeah 5-3. And then today, I'm like watching some of the game. And every time that I turn it on, somebody's scoring from Pitt. I mean, they put up 18 runs today. and 30 runs combined. Yeah, 30 runs combined. Georgia Tech put up 12. The wind was blowing straight out to right field at this field. And like pop-ups were going over the fence. And of course, like Georgia Tech loses two out of three at home. Like, come on, Georgia Tech. We just hyped you up last episode about running away with ACC, you know, possibly, you know, separating themselves from everybody else. But sure enough, the pack is all equal again. ACC standings is just a jumbled mess. So thanks for that, Georgia Tech. Really happy they did that to us.
1: about your – I heard – here's a little stat nugget for you about your – favorite player now. I didn't even know, and I think that's a premature favorite player, but whatever Ben, whatever flow's your boat. You David, like David Yanni, Yanni is my favorite player, yeah. um, That was his sixth career home run at Georgia Tech.
0: At Georgia Tech, right?
1: Six home runs he's hit there. That's his right. stadium now.
0: Well, dude, you know what? He's a six-year player. Uh, played all six years at Pitt. Like He's going to probably win our six-year player of the year. I haven't found anybody better than him.
1: Uh, he's a front-runner right now.
0: Front runner for sure. Okay.
1: So here's a phrase I like to say: It if rhy- it rhymes, it sounds cool. Pitt is legit.
0: Pitt is a baseball school. No, someone, Pitt someone marked that.
1: Pitt is legit.
0: They are, but so going back to the ACC standings, Dimitri, do you know who's in first place in the ACC out of everybody?
1: Well, two teams are tied for first. Ben,
0: nope. Notre Dame is first. Notre Dame is seven and two.
1: You're right. You're right.
0: Notre Dame is seven and two to start ACC play
1: so in the in the coastal division Tech Pittsburgh and North Carolina are all tied for first with six and three but you're right overall is Notre Dame
0: yeah dude that coastal division is loaded because the team in seventh place is Virginia they're two and seven and I actually really think Virginia is going to figure it out this year like they're not that bad they're not like I, if I had to say who's the worst team in the ACC, I would put it between well, no, right now Clemson, Clemson, and Wake Forest. Dude, NC State, I'm NC State God. is pretty bad. But like, dude, from top to bottom, like the ACC is so good. Like They're you don't have, you can't have any off weekends, or you'll get beat two out of three, or you'll get swept. I mean, Miami had
1: the fifth best record in the ACC.
0: Yeah, and they unreal.
1: were they were number one week two after they beat Florida. So. Virginia Tech is five and four. Like, and everyone was hyping up the hammer in Virginia Tech, and they got humbled this weekend. Florida State went up there. And we'll we'll, actually let's talk about it right now. Let's talk
0: about the drama a little bit.
1: So for those of you that don't know, Kevin Madden, one of Virginia Tech players, posted on Instagram Thursday, like a bunch of pictures of him playing ball, whatever, cute little pictures, like you look good in uniform, dude. He posted ready for you, half assed you, or ready for half-ass you, half-ass you, speaking about Florida State, and they went in there, and they took two out of three, they, like, when you look at Florida State, you don't see them, like, getting all hype, and acting like a bunch of ch- a bunch of kids, because they know how to win, their program is a winner, Virginia Tech, what the hell have you done the past 10 years, like, like, how many regionals you've been to, one, Lucky year you got into a regional or something that you haven't done shit, and they're all oh we're top twenty five we're winning game, do that for thirty years like Mike Martin his team did <laughs> they went to forty <laughs> straight regional, <laughs> so yeah. like like relax dude anyway. Today Florida State Twitter Ben did you see what they tweeted?
0: Yeah, they tweeted the 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 gif of the guy hammering the ground and then getting it blown up in his face. <laughs> in his face
1: and it was like hammered and i was just like
0: dude yes
1: dude yes they said fuck your hammer
0: mm-hmm. Take get
1: this shit out of here we, we take two out of three we go home but yeah dude like that's the thing about some of these players some of these programs some of these players you can tell the difference between teams that are used to winning and their goal are much bigger than virginia tech virginia tech's goal is what we have a winning record finish top four in the ACC, make a regional.
0: Make a regional, yeah. Florida
1: State is Omaha. (laughs) Miami is is Omaha. They don't care about regional. Regional is just the beginning of their fun. Omaha is their goal. If they don't make it to Omaha, it's not a good year.
0: So So, kind of building off that drama, talk a little bit about what happened with USF's coach and Florida State because this is good too. This is funny.
1: Let me, let me pull this tweet up because I'm going to read it word for word. I don't want to mess it up. Basically,
0: so, to give like a synopsis, go ahead and just like explain. So last
1: Tuesday night, Florida State and University of South Florida, they canceled the game due to COVID, right? Here's what Billy Mole, the head coach of University of South Florida, said. He tweeted it, With integrity, you have nothing to fear. Since you have nothing to hide, with integrity, you will do the right thing. So you will have no guilt. Unfortunately, not everyone operates like this. It's going to, it's like going to Vegas and being attracted to the bright light, but you lose. Danny created a little thread and he added this, unfortunately, fear of the spear, a much different take on this, must have more fear, such as University of South Florida baseball. Hashtag, we are ready. Hashtag integrity. So what happened?
0: So, what does that even mean? I think this guy was drunk. So, no. So, he – I mean, basically,
1: you remember when Clemson and Florida State canceled their game in the football season and debo Sweeney was basically like they – ducked wait, us. wait They're wait, scared wait. of us. It.
0: Dabo. Don't say debo
1: Dabo. <laughs> basically said, you guys ducked us. You're scared of us. You don't want to play us. You remember that? Yeah. So, this is, what, this is what he is implying, that Florida State just didn't want to play South Florida. They didn't want to play – they don't – Wanted to lose, and then they got swept by Florida Gulf Coast this weekend. Not just swept, but for the second time this season they got swept. They're zero six against the Eagles this year. So, dude, log off Twitter, delete the tweet, log off Twitter, and go worry about your own damn team.
0: Yeah, you said it it there perfectly. Just worry about your own team. Don't don't make Florida State bigger than what they are. Because like Florida State doesn't care about him. Like no,
1: they don't give a shit about South Florida. No.
0: Like that was that was kind of just like a rookie. I don't know if this guy's been there at South Florida for a long time, but I don't recognize his name. But he is the head coach there. And like don't be tweeting like at Florida State, like subtweeting them. They don't care about you. Like worry about your own team. They yeah, they ain't ducking you. No.
1: Like they, they are not ducking you. So I'm sitting there like, dude, worry about beating Florida Gulf Coast first before
0: you worry about beating Florida State yeah in a midweek oh, too it's not like hey, they canceled a whole weekend series hey ben
1: this is really funny this is like really funny the assistant coach at dixie state <laughs> university just followed up
0: yeah and so do you want to do you want to talk about why that you want to talk about why that's funny <laughs>
1: uh so fan we have started a new ranking that we are going to be dropping every sunday night it is called the No team left behind bottom 10. So basically it's the worst 10 teams ranked from number one to number 10. So number one is the worst team in the country. And we also have their run differential to look at. So basically if you're 0-10, but your run differential is 15, that means you're playing a lot of close games. Our number one team. You no, know Ben. Let's just go ahead and drop it right. Yeah, here.
0: let's just go ahead and drop it because this is funny. It, it's going to be funny why the Dixie State assistant coach just followed <laughs> us because we just tagged Dixie State baseball in this tweet. All
1: right. Uh, the number one team. And start 10. with number.
0: Start with number ten. We're, we'll All work right. to number one. All right. Because number, number one is hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> number ten. Northern Illinois Huskies are one in ten with a negative thirty-five run differential. Okay, that's pretty bad, right? Not you're like, too bad. damn, that sucks. Number nine, the Bucknell Bison. Sorry, boys, that you're one in five with a negative sixteen run differential. I mean, not bad, five, not that terrible. That's not terrible. It's not bad. It's just, a, it's just a shitty start to the season. Number eight, the Northern Colorado Bears are two and ten with a negative thirty-seven run differential. Number seven. Okay, I started laughing when I typed this as we were going through this because dude, I couldn't take it seriously. Arkansas Pine Bluff, Golden Eagle are two and eight with a negative seventy-six run differential. Dude,
0: wait, they're definitely the golden lions, not the golden eagles.
1: Dude, I can't talk. I can't read. I have it <laughs> I have it right in front of my
0: face. I don't want all of our Arkansas Pine Bluff listeners to get mad at us for mispronouncing. Dude, dude, the listener
1: are probably annoyed with me already. Number six, Albany Gray Dane. They're 1-4 and with a negative 38 run differential. pretty
0: bad, dude. That's pretty bad for only five games.
1: That's pretty freaking bad because that means you have a win, so you have some sort of positive run differential there. And so just just say they won by two. Their four losses would be by an average of 10 runs each. That's horrible. That's horrible. But that's not
0: the worst. This is is where it gets funny. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to try to control my laughter for these last ones.
1: It gets better. North Alabama Lions, are one in twelve with a negative seventy run differential. That's not the word. It gets even worse. Alabama A and M comes in at number four, a win five with a negative eighty run differential, dude. What is that? That's almost twenty runs a game. That's fifteen runs a game more. Number three, <laughs> the Dixie State Trailblazer. What a name! What are they trailblazing for? Di- the- the Dixie State, like what are they trailblazing? One in ten with a negative 95 run differential. That is fucking awful, dude. That is so bad.
0: <laughs> One in ten with a negative 90 run at, differential. At number two, Grambling
1: <laughs> State Tiger. But you know what? Ben, 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 we got we got to cool up. We got to cool it off here. They're 0-11 with a negative 53. Their games are a little bit closer. They're they just couldn't win man. any of them. And, and now for number one. <laughs> <laughs> dude, earlier in the show, I was about to say Mississippi and Louisiana are baseball state. They're winning baseball games. But I I am taking back, I'm taking that statement back. Mississippi Valley State, Delta Devil. 0-6. <laughs> okay, I need to take a breath here. 0-6. With a negative one hundred run differential, that is horrendously bad, dude. That I is don't know, so bad, dude. That is-
0: I don't know how that's not like front page <laughs> news on ESPN. Like that is bad. That <laughs> is losing by eighteen runs a game,
1: <laughs> dude. I don't want to. I don't want to be so mean and rude. I'm sure the program doesn't have much support, but my god, dude, at least compete a little bit out there,
0: dude. I want to interview their whole team. I want them to come on like a Zoom podcast with us, like all 35 of them, and just they're be like,
1: gonna be like, they're gonna be like, dude, we're just getting our ass kicked. Well, we're we're gonna be all right. We're gonna dude, be you, all right.
0: You know how like kids on like Twitter and social media, are like you know, it's D1 or bust. Either I'm going to play D1 or I'm not playing at all. <laughs>
1: Dude, congrats on going D1, dude. Congrats on going Mississippi Valley State.
0: Mississippi Valley State would lose to ninety percent of baseball teams out there, no matter what level they're at. They're that bad. Ben. 0 and six with a negative one hundred. I mean Ben. I'm speechless. What is that?
1: What is, like honestly, what is that? 18, what? 60, no, that's fifteen. That's sixteen. That is over 16 runs the game you're losing by 16 and a half run the game. It means you're, you're like by.
0: not even close to ever being in the game.
1: So this list going forward is not the list you want to be on. This is the shit list. <laughs> this is like the list you, you just you just do not be on. Yeah. This is my but,
0: favorite. This is our my favorite ranking we do now. <laughs> but
1: we have to give we have to give love to them because here's the deal. No team left behind. You know what that means? We got to give publicity. To as many college baseball teams as we can, we got to show them love. We got to show them publicity. Get them their Twitter interactions going. Make the kids feel special. Make them players feel like they're worth something. So, giving up, losing by more than sixteen runs a game is special because that is hard to do. (laughs) And we're going to give them the credit that they deserve by being number one in our first ever bottom ten.
0: Bottom ten rankings. Got to love it. All right, so let's go ahead and just do the mid-major rankings now just because we're on the rankings, you know, starting with the rankings and everything. I'm going to start with 25. We can't hold call – Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on.
0: Before we do the mid-major, I want to give a
1: quick shout-out to Mason McWhorter for Georgia Southern. He hit – okay, Friday night he went like – for Ben, he went like three for five with like a double and a couple of ribbies. Saturday he went five for five with two home runs and hit for the cycle and it was only the seventh inning
0: when he did it so I'm, he had i'm one of those guys that like i'm not a big cycle guy i'm not like impressed with cycles for some reason like i know it's cool like oh my god he had a single double triple and a homer i would just i'd rather see I, like I three doubles feel. and two homers I, I know what you mean. Because, because the like, cycle, listen, the cycle turns into something like, okay, I, I have to hit a triple here, and then they start running hard out of the box. Or like, okay, all I have to do is hit a single, and they hit a ball to the wall, and they stop at first base. Like, it's so stupid. Exactly. Exactly. I, I've never been a big cycle guy. But cool. I mean, good for him, though. I mean, Dude, two homers a a and the cycle. Yeah, a cycle. Yeah, five day. for five. I don't care what you did. Like, that is amazing. Hey, if
1: you see the video we posting on our Twitter, his swing was beautiful. Like, it was like a nice, like, just but hands extended, like when you saw them hit, it looked nice. It looked clean. It looked pretty. Yeah. So anyway, moving on to our top 25, Ben, go ahead and roll them out.
0: So uh, we're calling this our mid-major power rankings now because we had that little cease and desist going on. We talked about so mid-major power rankings. There are 25 teams on our power ranking. Uh, We're going to start with 25. We have the Liberty Flames, Ball State Cardinals coming at 24, Sacramento State 23, Gonzaga 22, Western Carolina, 21. So that's our the five teams towards the bottom. Dimitri, what do you have to say about any of those five teams? Which one kind of like jumps off the paper to you? Liberty
1: opening weekend, they didn't play well. They lost a bunch of games. They've rolled off like – I don't even know. I want to say like eight or nine straight, including a midweek win over um, North Carolina. Um, Ball State. This has been – this is the same trend we're seeing. All State went two out of three every weekend. They take two from Arizona. They take two at Kentucky. They went the series at Kentucky. And then this weekend, they get their asses swept. <laughs> they get their ass swept by a nobody. I don't even need to look, I don't even need to remember who the team was. I think it was nobody. Old Dominion.
0: I think it was Old Dominion.
1: It was it was Old Dominion. Okay. And now I feel bad saying that because I remember old they're in our top they're in our okay. I can't say top twenty five, our power ranking. But, dude, how do you go from beating Kentucky to getting swept by Old Dominion? Like, that makes no sense. And then Gonzaga, dude, they look they they look good against TCU. That's our boy, Alex Jacob. I know he listens to the podcast now. Um, he shoves, and they're a good team. They're winning
0: games. How about TCU just blowing the game today? A routine ground ball to third base, and they throw it away and give up three runs and extra innings to lose the game against Gonzaga. That's that why I brought it up. Yeah, sucks. it sucks.
1: That sucks. So, anyways, yeah. Anyways,
0: uh, we'll go We'll go ahead and get uh, 20 through 15 here. We got Lamar Cardinals, who are, we have a lot of listeners from Lamar now. They're big fans of us. So, they're 7 and 2. USC Upstate loses two out of three. Let's um, talk two.
1: about that series real quick, Ben. Yeah. That was a great series between Campbell and Upstate.
0: And a lot of emotion, man. They, the players were fired up. They knew how mm-hmm. it was a big mid-major series.
1: Um, so, speaking, I talked to a buddy of mine who is the director of player development at Campbell. And he said it was a great series. And by the way, cool little thing, he played upstate. Like that's where he played his four years of college baseball was at Upstate. And now he is the player development director at Campbell. So it was like a kind of like a cool little series you're playing, against your, your whole squad. But I told him, because I was like, I asked him, I was like, hey man, was that like a little um, bittersweet or whatever? He's like, hell nah, I'm going, I'm out there to win games. And I was like, you're right, dude, That's that's true your job at Upstate with the win game for Upstate. Now your job is the win game for Campbell.
0: Yeah,
1: And he was like, dude, that's exactly it. And I was like, yep, whatever put, you know, paid the bills, whatever you got to do, that's what you got to do. You can't feel bad about it. So he said that Upstate, they can hit. They don't strike out. Their closer delete Kevin Davis, which you guys know about. But he said they just had no middle, they had no middle relief. They just had their bullpen just wasn't good getting from the starter to the closer. They just couldn't do it. And he said that was the reason I mean, he said obviously we were the better team, but he said that was a big deal, like in terms of determining the outcomes of these games. But it was a great series, regardless.
0: Yep. All right. I agree, man. There's a lot of emotion between the two teams. It was fun. Kind of got to see like who was gonna be the pretender and who's a contender. We've been high on the Campbells all year. So uh Cam- Campbell, Campbell, the fighting Camels, they ended up winning the series two out of three, but it was cool. On a walk-off wild pitch on
1: Saturday, how trashy yeah.
0: that! I love it, I love it. But anyways, uh, coming in at eighteen, we have UNC Greensboro. They're ten and five this year. Campbell, uh, we just talked about nine and five this year. They're coming in at number seventeen. Sixteen, we got San Diego, the Toreros. They're eleven and three, playing good ball right now. And then fifteen is Old Dominion, the Monarchs, who just swept Ball State. They're twelve and three. They came out of nowhere, and we probably should have been keeping an eye on them for a while, but. I mean, they went from unranked to number 15 real quick just because we, we started following them, looking at their stats, looking at their scores. We're like, you know, this team's pretty good. They're going to make some noise at Conference USA.
1: And that's the thing about the mid-major. We're, we're going to take teams from being unranked to pretty high in the mid-major because the parity between all the teams is so difficult to separate. And so, like, we think Old Dominion deserves to be higher than Lamar, and they beat um, – they beat uh, Ball State, and Ball State was pretty high because, I mean, they were beating Kentucky. They were winning all your games, Arizona. So it's like that's kind of how it works. I don't like a team being in front of a team that they get lost to.
0: No, I know. I agree. Um, but moving on, we got UNC Wilmington, the Seahawks at 14. They're 10-3 and three to start the year. UC Irvine, who we saw, beat UCLA two out of three uh, early in the season. They're hey, six by the and way, seven. I'm going to
1: hold you right there. Cal Poly will be somewhere in this ranking i just we just weren't ready to put them in there yet they did beat ucla for two out of three this weekend but they just they just have too many bad losses that 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 just aren't justifiable
0: i agree okay um number 12 we got georgia southern they're nine and six this week uh nine and six right now number 12 in the rankings they just swept uh who was it who did they just play who uh georgia southern they whooped they dominated UAB. uab uab didn't stand a chance Uh, Number eleven, we have San Diego State. They're nine and four. Number ten, we have Louisiana Tech, and because Louisiana Tech, we moved up in the rankings because you know they played Arkansas very competitively. Uh, They looked good. They had the talent to hang with them, Uh, so they're nine and five this year. They just they took a game from the number one team in the country, so that was good. Uh, And then coming in just ahead of them is the Louisiana raging Cajuns, who actually just got swept by Southern Miss, like we talked about early in the show. They're nine and eight, but they have some quality wins. They're talented kids. We like them to hang around that top ten pretty much all year. Uh, number eight, we have Dallas Baptist. They split a series, I believe, against, or did they lose two out of three? Dallas Baptist lost two out of three. Yeah, they did. Oh my God, I just realized that. Um, That's why we dropped them. Yeah, so Dallas Baptist comes in at nine and five. Not the same Dallas Baptist team that we're used to seeing. Like, I mean, I mean, they have. Dude, they, mm. Here's the thing. Same thing. Oral
1: Roberts. I mean, if you look at – they're 6-9, right? Yeah. They lost two out of three – or they lost to Little Rock. They lost – but they got swept by Missouri State, lost two out of three to South Alabama. And then all of a sudden they show up out of nowhere and they beat LSU with two out of three and they beat Dallas Baptist two out of three. So either the mid – teams were not ready in the preseason. They were not ready for opening day is what this is coming down to.
0: Right. No – Oral Roberts is weird, man. Because you're you're right. They play the better teams good and the worst teams bad. Like they just need to play they need to quit playing. Maybe, maybe
1: no, I'm just saying maybe they weren't ready in the beginning of the season. Maybe they're getting better now. They're getting more prepared. They're getting more situated.
0: That so can be it, yeah.
1: That's I mean, Dallas Baptist should not have lost Oral Roberts, but maybe Oral Roberts is better than we think. We'll find out.
0: Right. Um, coming in at number seven, we have Florida Atlantic. We dropped them all the way down from number one to number seven, just because they got smacked around by Florida Gulf coast this week. No, so, Indiana state or no Indiana state. I'm sorry. They got smacked around by Indiana state who we have ranked fifth, uh, Florida Gulf coast is number six, who comes in at 10 of four Indiana state nine and five. And then we have coastal Carolina at number four, who's 10 and five. Southern miss moves up to number three at nine and five. UC Santa Barbara is at number two. Uh, they're nine and five as well, and then number one is the fourteen and one Southern Illinois Salukis who just lost their first game today, and and they had the lead. They had the lead, but yeah. So Southern Illinois, the Salukis, they have just so many good players, man. So many JUCO Bandits that come in. Nick Nevelle, um, who's probably like a top five favorite player of mine in college baseball. He's been it's to like 50. four different schools, but I mean, he's a baller. So. Uh, but yeah, SIUE or sorry, not SIUE, but um, Southern Illinois, they're 14 and one this year. The funny thing is Warren Nolan, like the website Warren has like a predictive um, results. So they do like a formula to predict the results. They're predicting Southern Illinois based off the remaining schedule to go fifty two and three this year. Dude, which, and they
1: were what they were predicted fifty-two and three last week, though, Ben. I don't know, do they still have that lot? Did they have that loss accounted in there
0: already? Yeah, I guess so.
1: No way dude. they're going to lose two games the rest of the year. They're going to lose more.
0: Oh, man, I would think so. But, but yeah, anyways, how, how funny is it to see, like, a team predict to go 52-3 and in a season? That's just stupid.
1: Yeah. But, anyways, hey, speaking of teams that are not undefeated anymore, do you want to guess how many undefeated teams are left?
0: Well, I know there's a few more now just because they started playing.
1: but Okay, uh, okay. Teams with, with the played more than three games. I'm going to say two. Number one in the RPI at 4 0 is St. Joseph. How long do you think they last there?
0: A week, maybe. A week? Yeah, I, mean, I, don't think, I
1: don't think they'll be there by 5 o'clock tomorrow
0: on Tuesday. You think they're going to lose
1: tomorrow? No. I think somebody else, I think somebody else, yeah, they're not going to be there.
0: Oh, they said get beat.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, like how long do you think they're going to be sticking at the number one spot in the RPI? Listen,
0: I've been—I hate the RPI. We're not talking about the RPI. Okay, okay, it's so stupid. That's what I mean. Saint Joseph is the number one RPI team. Okay, well, they're they're probably like the
1: fiftieth best team. UMBC is five and zero. Those are your only two undefeated teams that have played more than three games. Who are they? UMBC, Maryland, Baltimore College, and Saint Joseph.
0: What about Navy?
1: Navy's four now. Navy is four 0 and that's three teams. Um, yep. So we have three, not two. So you were wrong. We were both wrong. Eh, just whatever. get you some of that, asshole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair enough. Um. Anyways, let's go ahead and just do. Let's finish the show on our top twenty-five. We'll go ahead and start with number one. Arkansas stays at number one. They go. Um. What What did Arkansas end up going this week? Three and one or two and one? I don't remember if they played. Arkansas mid- went two and one this week. Yeah, because they didn't play a midweek, did they?
1: No, they went two and one, and they're twelve and one overall. Dude, yeah. Arkansas is so good. Like, yeah, they. I think it speaks more about how good Louisiana Tech was than how and how not as good Arkansas is that, that weekend. Because
0: how about Robert Moore, man, dude? Clutch Robert gene is the- just built with, like, built in him. How many Christian big hits has that guy right already that?
1: had? Hits, I don't know, but think about that lineup— incredible.
0: Jackson Wiggins coming out of the bullpen throwing ninety-seven. Freshman, freshman. Right. Hey, we didn't even talk about this.
1: How about that Vanderbilt Oklahoma State series?
0: Oh my god, we skipped right over it, didn't we, dude? Dude, we didn't even we didn't even talk about. How it. did I skip over that? I have it written down like all over my page. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. How they Oklahoma State got a little double header of Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter, didn't they?
1: That's not fair. But you know it's, what?
0: It's not fair. It's, I thought Kumar Rocker I, looked like I I hate I hate how much I remember. Like two weeks ago, I said I'd rather have Ty uh, Ty Madden and Jack Leiter over Kumar. Well, he made no, me look stupid. I said that. Well, I think we both agreed on it. But, dude, what the heck, man? Like, Kumar Rocker was unhittable. I think he went eight innings, two hits, like 11 strikeouts on the first game of the doubleheader. And, dude, I
1: thought, talking with um, Colin Thoreau, I was like, dude, you know what? I'm going to admit I made that pick because I wanted to be cool. I wanted to, like, you know, go with you guys. I thought Vandy going to win, but I thought if Oklahoma State won one of the two games, between Lighter or Kumar, I mean, uh, yeah, Le- Jack Lighter and Kumar. If they could win one of those, they were going to win the third one. And they won the third one today. I said yeah. it on Thursday. They just had to beat either Lighter or Kumar somehow, some way. And
0: so the doubleheader between Jack, I mean, Kumar pitched game one of the doubleheader, Jack Lighter pitched game two. Uh, Kumar Rocker went eight innings, two hits, nine Ks. The game two, Jack Lighter, five innings, two hits, seven Ks. So between the two of them, they went 13 innings, four hits, and 16 Ks. Just stupid, man. I, I rest in peace to the Oklahoma State hitters because that's just not fair. That's not like that. That should be illegal in NCAA baseball to have potentially the number one and number two overall picks pitching twice on the same day.
1: You can't overthink that. Like, as a hitter, you just take it with a grain of salt and move on. And as a coach, you just say, dude, you know what? Let's move
0: on. Those are your two of the best pitchers you're going to face all season in the same day. That's not fair. Like, it it hurts me. Like, I feel bad for Oklahoma State and like their fans. But you know what, dude? If I'm Oklahoma State, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I hope
1: someone else can beat them so we don't have to face them to get get a college role. Imagine,
0: imagine like the super regionals this year. Like, Vandy's going to be hosting a super regional, and some team is going to get unlucky enough to match up with them, and they're going to have to get a. They're gonna to have to get a little bit of a Kumar Rocker Jack Lighter one two punch first two games. Exactly. I, mean, it, I mean,
1: you 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 have to beat one of them to have a chance. And the odds say are not in your favor, so that's crazy. But anyway, I I can't believe we didn't even talk about that series. Um Saturday, Vanderbilt beat them, like what, eighteen to two, Ben? Eighteen, 18. to two
0: and five nothing. 18 yeah, to four. Yeah. I think it was 18 to four. Yeah, it was yeah, 18 to four. 18 they scored four. two I mean, in the and night. And then
1: Oklahoma State
0: scored like 12 today. Oklahoma State's not bad. They're I mean, good. No, they're good. They them, them and Texas Tech and Texas. Am I forgetting anybody? TCU maybe in the Big 12. Yeah. But I mean, I think they're all, all three going to be really good. But yeah, I can't believe we skipped right over that. But Vanderbilt's at number two. They probably are very close to becoming number one. I think it's kind of a toss up right now. It's kind of the debate of like who No, dude, Arkansas is number
1: 1. Like they're, they're, they're number
0: 1, but listen, if Arkansas and Vanderbilt played in a super regional right now, who are you taking? That's a hard pick. That's
1: who are you taking?
0: Who are you taking?
1: Okay, okay. I I mean, it sounds so cliché, but I'm going to I would have to go with Vanderbilt because yeah. of, because yeah. of their starting pitching.
0: Like, if the only way – I mean, I don't know, man. I think they match up, like, very well against each think, other.
1: Do you think do you think Arkansas can put a four on one of them or get one of them high-pitch count and make them
0: – Probably. Like, we'll see get it happen. deep in the year. count,
1: get them out of the game, you know,
0: earlier. Yeah, we'll um, yeah. see it happen this year. I mean, Kumar Rocker and Jack Light are like, are not unbeatable. Um, but at the same time, you just, like, have to have a clutch hit. Like, you have to – someone's got to come up with an extra base hit at some point, but –
1: yeah. yeah. So,
0: anyway, yeah, moving so, on. Kumar Rocker, Kumar Rocker, listen to this. Has Kumar Rocker, I <laughs> mean, Dimitri, listen to this. He has thrown 23 scoreless innings this year with only 8 hits and 34 strikeouts. Is he has a good? zero. He has a 0 ERA. Is that good? He, he's given up five extra-base hits. Now listen to this. Jack Leiter has given up one earned run in 20 innings, 33 strikeouts and no extra-base hits. I mean, is that good, Ben? this might be the best pitching duo of all time in college baseball
1: i mean i'm trying to think of trevor bauer and garrett cole
0: um you want to know a crazy stat here dominic dominic keegan from vanderbilt is hitting 548 this year he's 17 for 31 well out of those 17 hits 13 of them are extra base hits Seven doubles, two yeah. homers, four homers. Incredible. He's
1: like leading he's two, like, he's two leading triples the country in a couple categories. Yeah. He,
0: he Carter Young has 21 <laughs> hits this year with 11 of them extra base. It's like this Vanderbilt uh, team, I think, might be the best team in the country, but we're going to keep Arkansas at number one just because they earned it.
1: Yep. But I mean, you know. okay, Ben, I, I said this the other day. How in the absolute hell did Georgia State beat that team? <laughs> How did how did enough things go know. their way for Georgia State to win a game? That is insane to me. Good for them. Good for them. How the f did Georgia State win a game?
0: I mean On Friday night, too, man.
1: Anyways, okay, moving on. All right, we Mississippi have Mississippi
0: State. State. Yeah, Mississippi State's at number three. Hey, hold on, oh, hold on. Did you see any of
1: their games Saturday? No. The starter for eastern Mississippi or Eastern Michigan was incredible he was like 90-94 just at the knees he lived at the knees all game mixed up his pitches, and he shut out Mississippi State for eight innings and got to the ninth they let him they left him in a little too long and Tanner Allen hit the walk-off home run after they brought somebody else out of the bullpen he gave up like a base hit and a double but dude he was really good Yeah, so so
0: Mississippi State and Ole Miss had walk offs, like walk-off home runs in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, it was like within 30 minutes of each other. Like Twitter was popping off. And so they're ranked three and four in our in our rankings. Between I mean, between those four teams, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and then you have Florida at number six. You have five SEC teams in the top six. And like on any given day, like I I don't know which team is the best. Like I think they're I could I can make a case for all five of those teams to be ranked number one at some point this year. I, I believe.
1: Yeah. No. I think. I think. I mean, dude.
0: I mean, we've had all four of these teams ranked number one, right? No, we haven't. Never mind. Take that back. What this year? We've had Florida ranked number one. We've had Ole Miss ranked number one, and Arkansas ranked number one. And Miami. And Miami. We haven't had Mississippi State or Vanderbilt ranked no, number one. No. Which. Blows my mind because...
1: I mean, we've only... Dude, relax.
0: We're only five weeks into the season, dude. Relax. I'm getting so excited, man. Excited, SEC play dude, starts relax. this week. Oh.
1: I mean, SEC play starts this weekend.
0: Oh, man. I'm getting pumped. Anyway, dude.
1: um Louisiana Monroe, they were fun to watch this weekend. They had Ole Miss on the ropes Saturday. And then they beat them today.
0: And in the coolest uniforms we've ever seen. Dude. Okay. When I
1: first saw them, I thought of the Bape, you know Bape. No,
0: um the the
1: fashion brand, the clothing brand with the with the look up Bape on Google
0: right now. I know what it is. Go ahead.
1: You just said you didn't.
0: I know what it is now. I I didn't know what you meant by Bape, but yeah, I know the Bape, shirts and babe. stuff. Bape,
1: within the Warhawk. Did you see their uniform? That's what it looks like.
0: Louisiana look Monroe. Yeah, they, they they had cool uniforms. They were like they looked like fighter jets.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, they I DM'd with one of their players. They're actually two and zero, and they're wearing them again. I think they're playing Oklahoma State this week. Let me see.
0: I mean, if you have those cool jerseys, like the coolest jerseys we've seen in a long time in college baseball, and you're two and zero in them, like wear them every game. Wear them until you lose.
1: Hold on, they're two and zero in them, and they're wearing. They're playing Oklahoma State. All right, Ben. Real quick, does Louisiana Monroe stay undefeated in those Jersey?
0: Uh, I would be shocked if they if they lost. If they're two and zero and they're the coolest jerseys in the world, they got to keep winning, right? So you think they're going to be Oklahoma State on Tuesday night?
1: Yeah. All right. You guys heard it here first. Ben thinks Oklahoma State. If they wear will those,
0: jer- if they wear those jerseys, yes, they, they, are, they will they're win. They're wearing them. They're wearing them. Then they yes, they will win. All right. You got it. You heard it here first. <laughs>
1: if you um, want to play betting line, play some on Louisiana Monroe.
0: Yeah, do it. They might be favorites with wearing those jerseys. Okay.
1: our top four is taking really long, but I think we've had some cool info, info.
0: Yeah. So five, six, seven goes Miami, then Florida, then Texas Tech. The only thing out of those three teams I want to say is uh, Miami went three and zero this week. They looked much better. Texas Tech has won thirteen straight games. Miami,
1: they, hey, Miami went two and zero. Third game got canceled.
0: Uh, okay, um, you're right. But I want to talk about Texas Tech just real quick. They just – them and the Yukon had a nice little West Texas just showdown today. Uh, it was a – I think it was like 16-14 final score. And I know like once the weather gets hot in Lubbock, Texas and the wind starts blowing out, that place is a launching pad. And I you saw it first example today, just how many runs can be scored in that place. And so Texas Tech, I really like uh, the way that that program is going – because after the first weekend, I said, you know what? They might not be as good as what we thought they were, but 13 straight wins speaks for itself. They're 13 and three now, going into Big 12 play. I'm pumped to watch them. Another team that surprised me is number eight, uh, is Louisville. They went four zero this week, which was good. They, they swept Boston College. Swept Boston College, who you know kind of had some momentum building for them in ACC play. Boston College was getting a little swagger about them and people started paying attention to them. And then Louisville said, guess what? We've been doing this for 20 years now. Uh, Same thing with Virginia tech, the Florida state and Louisville said, no, 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 no.
1: You're still our little brother.
0: Yes. Still a little brother. Um, And then eight or sorry, number nine, we have East Carolina who, again dimitri we call them the silent assassins because these like t- they just sneak up on teams and sweep them don't have anything on social media nothing going viral they're just going about their business and saying you know what we're the big brother amongst the smaller brothers and we're going to dominate and we're not going to get you know the big dogs noticing us like we're going to take care of us we're going to eat we're going to eat our prey and we're going to not get eaten by anybody i think else. i
1: think east carolina is like going to going to Big and tall just getting a cheap suit and going to work every day and having the number one sales of the month yeah but you still drive your toyota camry no offense oh. to toyota camry but that's just like what i think of when i think of east carolina they show up go to their do their business and they go home from their nine to five nope he doesn't they don't they don't talk about how much money they make they mm-hmm. just do their thing and they go
0: home yep and they're there at the end of the season every year fighting for a spot at omaha but uh they're at number nine number 10 is south Carolina. Where I know we're going to get a lot of people with you know pushback because we still have top or we still have South Carolina in the top ten even though Texas just swept them. Uh, best thing we can say is if Texas shows up again this week and beats Baylor like they beat South Carolina, cool. We'll move Texas way up. I just want to see them do it in back-to-back weeks. Uh, South Carolina looked amazing the first ten games of the season. Didn't even play any close games, really. I I guess maybe against Clemson, but South Carolina looked like one of the best teams in the country. We had them at fourth. We didn't want to drop them 16 spots to number 20 to get behind Texas. So, basically, that's that. I still think South Carolina is really good. They just played in the graveyard ballpark, uh, Dish Falk Field over in Austin. What is their strength? Home run. Home runs, exactly. So, it just wasn't a good matchup. Anyways, moving on there. Oklahoma State, we have at number 11. They played – I mean, they beat Vanderbilt today, which is a plus. Gave Vanderbilt one of their two losses this year. Uh, they did get smoked by Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker. Okay, so what? So would every other team in the country. Uh, number 12, we have Tennessee. Tennessee beat UNC Greensboro this weekend, beat them really good. Uh, they, I mean, Tennessee is another one of those teams that just gets gets the business taken care of. Not but too I'm much really, hoopla. I want,
1: I want to see what Tennessee does. Again, the, pre, the premium team. Yeah, Yeah, the blue chips.
0: Yeah, Uh, I am too. I'm curious too because I think they'll be able to hang with them this year. They're one of those teams that you know, if you blink twice, you'll see that they beat you two out of three, and they're just moving on in the next week. Coach Vitale over there at Tennessee is doing great work. Um, number thirteen, we have UCLA. UCLA just lost two out of three to Cal Poly, which we didn't really talk about, but I mean UCLA again, roller coaster, over like freaking Disneyland over there, man. Just everything is a roller coaster for them. They look unbelievable one week, and then they just can't back it up. You want to know something
1: week. about Cal Poly? They're like six and eight or seven and eight or something like right around 500. They've taken two out of three from USC and UCLA. So who do you think owns Los Angeles now?
0: Uh, I don't even know what town Cal Poly is in, but I guess Cal, Cal Poly. Poly
1: owns Los Angeles, dude. It doesn't matter where Cal Poly is. They beat UCLA and USC. They just annexed. Los Angeles.
0: <laughs> Owned by Cal Poly. Um, no, that's neat. But, yeah, UCLA, again, just they're pissing me off, man. They look so good one week pissing and they look off. terrible. Just they might be – you know what? UCLA might get expelled from the rankings this year. I'm, I'm close to it, man. <laughs> I'm close to it. <laughs> Dude, wait, wait, wait. What
1: if Texas shows up and lay, lays an egg next weekend? Just, they just look terrible. I'm banning Texas from the ranking. <laughs>
0: we'd, didn't we do that? No, we banned Ole Miss our first year. <laughs> <laughs> we did well, i still remember it. it was a tuesday this is a great story for the new listeners out there uh the first year we did this 2019 we me and james and dimitri banded we, we were going to ban one team from the rankings all year just to like fire up fire up the fan base it was,
1: it like, was, it was unplanned in the beginning
0: yeah. it was very unplanned but what, what happened was Ole miss had like a kid's day where they played a day game on like a wednesday and like every little kid between the age of 12 and six was at this game because it was like elementary school day. They played Northern Alabama who's in our bottom 10 teams right now in a day <laughs> game. And people were chirping at us saying Ole Miss is good. Why don't you have him ranked? Blah, blah, blah. And they get smacked around at 12 noon Northern Alabama rode a bus at 6am to get there at 10am mm-hmm. to play a game at noon and Ole Miss got smacked around on their field. So you said, you know what? Ole Miss is banned from the rankings the rest of the season. And, because
1: that was right after you guys were like, dude, Ole Miss is so good.
0: Yeah, Ole Miss is so good. They're going to run things in the SEC And freaking 12, 12 p.m. on like a <laughs> Tuesday. They lose to Northern Alabama. We just cut them from the rankings the rest of the year. And some people thought that was hilarious. I mean, I was being dead serious. I said, nope, no team that loses to North Alabama in the at home on a Wednesday is going to be in our rankings. So. That's so funny. Yeah, UCLA's close this year. They're the closest team, in my opinion, to just getting banned from mm-hmm. the rankings. Uh, okay. Moving on, Georgia Tech, I mean, just totally soiled it on Friday night. I mean, they should have went 2-1 and one this series against Pitt, uh, but you know, Pitt hit that big comeback on Friday, so they ended up losing two out of three, but they're at number 14. Oregon, surprise team of the year so far. They're 8-3 and three right now, sitting at number 15 in our rankings after taking two out of three from Oregon State on the road shutouts in a row yeah on friday and saturday Oregon yeah. State just couldn't hit man
1: hey i want to find whoever tweeted at us saying oregon question mark ha 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 when we put them in our top 25 last week and then look what they did maybe we do know something so fuck off we might know something we're not that smart but don't tweet out saying oregon question mark like oregon like they don't belong here maybe they do
0: yeah so oregon swept uc santa barbara last week and so we put them in the top 25 we said you know what like that's that's the kind of resume we need to be in the top 25 and then they played
1: and then they did that and they just solidified
0: their spot yeah so oregon's good i was actually shocked i didn't know they were gonna be good this year but
1: what did i tell you ben i told you last week i said they rake they can hit Mm -hmm. and you know they took care of business so maybe i look smart
0: yeah. So uh actually well to stop you on that point, uh you don't look smart because you were the only one to go 0 and 5 in our pick pick 'em this past no, week. No, 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 no. The you went 0 and 5.
1: Pick the, no, I went 5 and 0 in picking the losing team. That was what we decided on Thursday. <laughs> we said pick the losing
0: team and I went 5 and 0. I'll have to pull the tapes on that one, but you went 0 and 5 this week in in the pick 'em. So who's smart now? Uh I, I went 3 and 2, no big deal. But anyways, we got to talk about that real quick my God, how, how can I go 0-5 in the pick,
1: in the pick, I mean, okay, I thought, dude, I knew it was over, like, 10 o'clock Friday night, I was just like, dude, this is gonna, this sucks, Oklahoma State lost, South Carolina lost, and then Upstate won, and I was like, dude, let's go, dude, Upstate is gonna win, like, they won the first game, and then Oregon State lost, and I was like, no way, and then Louisiana lost. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm really about to go 0-5 or 1-4. then then Upstate lost the first game to the doubleheader. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, game three. Like, oh, shit, they're going to lose it. And then South Carolina lost again. I was like, dude, no, no way. I just went 0-5. I was like, dude, Colin, like, I promise you we're, we're smarter than this. Like, this is just a bad weekend.
0: Well, speak for yourself, dude. I went 3-2. and two. Nobody gave me credit. You did go three and two in a tough week. And Colin went one and four. So, I'm like, I gained three games on you in the standings, you Colin. Gained, no, Colin, he's not part of the race. Yeah.
1: Um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to have somebody on next week to do our guest pick. But, dude, I am seven and 11. No, you are 11 and seven. Um, you have a four-game lead on me. Don't uh, don't 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 worry about it. You're you're just like college baseball season. You might take a lead now, but you're gonna blow it
0: all soon. I'll just start pick, taking the same picks as you every week, <laughs> and then we'll just uh, we'll just stay at a four game lead. Seriously though,
1: seriously though,
0: um,
1: that's bullshit. That they all five lost. Yeah,
0: that's actually just as impressive as picking all five winners. I so, agree. Congrats, man. Congrats. Um, but anyways. Number sixteen, going back to our top twenty-five, we have Notre Dame, who's on top of the ACC right now, seven and two. Great start for the Irish. Um, and then we have Oregon State at seventeen. We just talked about LSU. We've talked a lot about. And then nineteen, we have North Carolina, who ended up going three and one last week, and they're starting to turn the turn the corner. I think they were. A, it was kind of a slow stretch there, beginning ACC play um but took care of business took care of business and they're they're definitely a sleeper team out there like if this was vegas and there was some some odds for like a a college world series like winning winning it all north north carolina i think has the talent to like player wise skill wise they have it i just don't think they've put it together yet hey ben i'm gonna
1: interject here let's speed it up here because we are taking a long ass time doing this Top 25. They probably forgot who our number one team was already.
0: <laughs> I've already forgot. Okay, so 20 through 25. We got Texas at 20, 21 TCU, Pitt 22, Michigan 23, Arizona 24, and Indiana top. Or we got, finishes out the 25. We got two Big
1: Ten teams back in there.
0: Yeah, Big Ten finally qualified to get back But in you there.
1: know what? They're, they're Of all the Big Ten teams, those teams are kicking ass.
0: Oh, yeah. Six and one uh, for Michigan, seven and one for Indiana. It's a good start of the year. Yeah. But, um, anyways, you guys follow us on social media. We have all this stuff posted. Um, like, retweet, and share all that stuff. Uh, if you have any questions for us, hit us up on social media. We, we try to answer them all. So, um, besides that, great week. Um, also,
1: also on Wednesday we should have our
0: mid-season
1: Golden Spikes, or not Golden Spikes, Golden Fungo um, Sixth Man of the Year, Sixth Man Play, or Sixth Year Guy. Um, Our midseason ejection. awards. Yeah, ejection. We can't have a midseason. We can't really have a midseason for ejection. But Golden Fungo, six-year guy, and what else, Ben?
0: What? Um. Okay, I just totally forgot to. Oh, mid-major player of the year.
1: Yep, and mid-major. So How we're about what if
0: some... what if we switch the ejection of the year to the bat flip of the year, or something like that? Dude.
1: Yep. Yep. Pit stop. We're changing it. Yep. Bat flip of the year. there's
0: no ejections anymore because of COVID. Like, coaches aren't arguing like they used to.
1: No, no, no. We're going bat flip of the year.
0: All right, we'll go bat flip of the year. That works. But Great, um, great, great call. We just did a little pivot right there. No big deal. Mid-show pivot. Uh, but, anyways, you guys have a great week. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday night or Wednesday, somewhere in there. And then uh, we'll we'll definitely have a great guest on for Friday's show.
1: If you guys are still listening... Did you, did you stop recording? No. Keep oh, mind. my God. Now, now I look stupid. I was just going to say, if you guys are still listening, we appreciate it. Um, if you're new, please subscribe. Give a like rating. I don't know what you call all those things. Um, you guys have a great week. And you know what? College baseball is just getting started, baby.
0: We're back. <laughs>